Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. What a great time of the year it is. We've got Melbourne Cup in a couple of days, of course. Uh, Kaikoura Cup tomorrow for Harness fans. Tuesday week. New Zealand Trotting Cup. We've just heard from the Harness team about all that's happening there, but in the Greyhound game, it's our big time of the year as well because we have a meeting. The final Thursday week, where we have three Group 1s, the New Zealand Cup for the Middle Distance Dogs, the Galaxy Sprint for the Sprinters, and the New Zealand Stayers Cup for those over the extreme 700-metre-plus journey. And on Wednesday, we have the semi-finals for the Cup and the Galaxy and two heats of the New Zealand Stayers Cup. And Dan Roberts says, I welcome you in. And you're down there. You're living this. You're right in amongst it. You've got dogs in some of these races. How's it feeling this year, 2022, when we can have some crowds back to the track as well, which is obviously a major plus? Yeah, it's going to be huge, isn't it? It's going to be exceptionally good to get those crowds back on track. This is like Christmas to me, Rosso. I prefer November mm-hmm. over December. <laughs> Good on you. Okay. Um, and we're going to work through the semi-finals of the New Zealand Cup, which come up on, on Wednesday, as I say. Wednesday evening. It's an evening meeting. Our first race, 5.56, which is the first semi-final of the Suck It Up Limited New Zealand Greyhound Cup uh, and the Galaxy. So Dan and I are going to have a look through the semi-finals, chat about what happened in the heats. We're also going to talk to a couple of people who are heavily involved. Obviously, Dan is through his own dogs and his dad's team as well, Craig. But we're also going to have a chat today with uh, Jamie May. Now, Jamie and his dad, Phil, they own Epic Cruise, who won a heat of the New Zealand Cup, 50-1 to 1 for the final, but looking a chance to get through to the final. We're going to talk about uh, the May family's involvement in greyhound racing and their excitement and what Epic Cruise has done so far. And a tough past the year, we're going to welcome in Jen Wheeler from Australia. Now, um, obviously, the Wheeler family has had considerable success over the past, what, two and a half decades, nearly three decades here in New Zealand. And a fair bit of that, obviously, has been through the Roberts Kennels. So looking forward to that, uh, Dan. And I know you uh, jacked that up for us. So uh, looking forward to hearing from, from Jan. And obviously, you know, going back just over a year, uh, she lost Paul and... There was a tough time for the greyhound industry, but of course, most notably for the Wheeler family itself. Yeah, of course. It's always good to get these uh, sort of people on, especially someone from wider afar and going to Australia. But yeah, we sadly lost lost Paul over a year ago. Fittingly enough, they uh, they actually come out and, and won the New Zealand Cup last year with Delicia Bale. So I thought that was quite fitting, but it's definitely going to be good to, to get her on the phone and have a chat with her as well. Indeed, and the Wheeler family with uh, several good chances across the Cup and uh, and Galaxy and Stayers Cup potentially as well, of course. Dan, let's look back to to Thursday um, and Friday, but firstly Thursday because we're going to concentrate on the New Zealand Greyhound Cup here, sponsored by by Suck It Up, and 
We'll go to the first semi-final, which is going to be 5.56 on Wednesday. And I'd suggest if you can only watch one race on Wednesday, this would be the one. Because this is a stacked semi-final. We've got the two dogs who were the joint favourites before the heats in the futures market. Talbingo Barn and Opawa Superstar in the same semi. Then you add in a dog called Opawa Conan, who I think has come back good enough to be a very real threat in the final, should he make it. And Majestic Legend, whose first up performance at Addington, Addington for Peter Ferguson suggested improvement and a possibility of him going through to the final. But that's four dogs I've mentioned, and only two of those can go through, never mind the others. So what are you thinking about semi-final number one? Where do we look? Probably with you. Let's start with Tal Bingo Bale. He resumed. He ran second to Epic Cruise. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, we were really happy with the run. Um, obviously, Epic Cruise is always going to be hard to beat when he when he flies to the lead like that. But no, we, we, we were happy with the run. He's going to take a lot of benefit out of that, and even so, he was strong to the line anyway. But this is certainly a stacked field. I think drawing inside Opawa Superstar was, was crucial for, for Tal Bingo. Um, obviously, those are probably the two you'd like to see move forward, but Majestic Legend down in box three, I think he could be the likely leader and, and he could be freewheeling out in front and potentially be hard to catch. Mm. Look, Telbingo Bale was a dollar twenty off box number one to, to win fresh up. Uh, second in a 30 and 38, a power superstar won uh, his heat in 30 and 19, the second fastest, and just terrific to see him back doing what we know he can do. So is there enough improvement, do you think, Dan, in Telbingo Bale to come out and win the semi-final or at least run top two in what will be super competitive race. Yeah, I, I definitely do. Uh, he's only got to get a look at them down the back. Um, he's going to be finishing it off better than most in the field, I'd imagine. But I, I do think there's going to be a lot of improvement. I think I think he'll be a lot more sharp early this week. So um, I do think he'll be able to put himself in the race for sure. Hard to see that a power superstar wouldn't make the final, Dan. And frankly, I think the final needs him. He was a favourite last year as a very young dog, a raw dog, and he ran third. And he's done some extraordinary things since, and he was very impressive uh, second up. So have you got him circled as a finalist? Yeah, and like you say, he does definitely deserve to be there. And saying that Talbingo needed to draw inside Superstar probably works out well for Superstar as well because Talbingo does have a tendency to, to head across to the rail, so he's potentially going to give him a nice card into the race. The only worry he's got a, is uh, Speedy Suda was outside who who has got a bit of early lick, so she could could be in his face a wee bit and annoy him, but he definitely deserves to be in the final. Like you say, he made the final and, and ran third, I think, last year, and uh, and he was incredibly young to be doing that, but he deserves his spot. He's a definite chance. He can definitely make top two and definitely get to the final. Yeah. So in the futures market at the moment, a power superstar is a $4 joint favourite with Federal Infrared more on her soon. Talbingo Bale is now out to seven fifty. A power Conan off the inside, 16 Majestic Legend at 18 Dan, do you like the seven fifty around Talbingo? Well, I did say to you that I like the sevens before the heats. So I guess it would be wrong of me to say that I don't like the 750 now. <laughs> okay. Uh, a power Conan off the inside. I think he's been terrific in this ca- campaign for, for Bruce Dan. And I think if you slot him into another any of the other semi-finals, Dan, I've got him pegged as a finalist. So I'd be disappointed if he if he misses out. I guess off box number one, he does get an, an opportunity. And if, if Talbingo and Superstar are going to be knocked out, you would think it's by a power Conan or Majestic Legend. 
Yeah, uh, Pyrocone, and he comes up with box one, which is probably ideal for him. The, the one thing I was worried, just I just thought he lacked a wee bit of early speed the other day, and I was just worried that with box one he could potentially get cross. But he's as strong as any, so, I mean, if he landed in front, it would be hard hard to imagine that they would run him down. But, it's just, yeah, it's going to come down to what gets in front of him, how many sort of get across him and get in his way on the on the rail there. He's certainly strong through the line this campaign. Easy does it's going to give him uh, some room early, but as you say, speed from the three there. And tell Bingo coming across. Um, race number two at 6.14 is the second semi-final. And as we work through this, uh, Dan, we see that uh, in terms of futures, 7.50 Mustang Charlie. Now, I know Tel Bingo's got a much stronger semi-final, and I'm a huge fan of Mustang Charlie. I call him week in, week out at Palmerston North winning races. But I, I just do not see him as a 7.50 chance to, to win the final. Just the way that he races at Addington. It's it's not the perfect track for him, even though he's a better dog this year than he was last. So, to me, that makes this semi-final pretty open. Yeah, definitely. Like you say, I mean, his track stats don't read too bad, but a dog of his calibre that's only managed to win one race at Addington from nine starts, you know, you, you can sort of read into that a wee bit. He, he loves the one turn. He loves Palmy. Prince of Palmy, I think they call him. Maybe do you call him up there? Um, yeah, we do. Just that he, Andy, he Andy just, started that. Yeah, <laughs> he just struggles that last wee bit over the 5.20. Drawn box eight, which is probably going to suit him. He's got terrific box stats from there. But, yeah, like you say, just he could potentially make the final. Whether he could win the final, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's the thing. I'm exactly with you there, Dan. I think he can make the final, and that's possibly why he's so short at 7.5. But in terms of winning the final, I think that's a whole different ball game. Uh, Corlyder out of the Central Districts, um, pretty solid in his run um, behind Opawa Superstar. Draws out box number seven, but um, he's a chance to make the final given the semi he's drawn. Yeah, he was he was really good in his uh, in his heat actually. He was sort of muscling up early, um, trying to get underneath Charlotte Lou, who sort of just took his line a wee bit. So how much that impeded him, I'm not sure. But he 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 was good. He was good in his heat, and uh, he's he's definitely a chance in, in the semi if he can get away cleanly. Okay, now from the Roberts Kennel, Carlos Jewel. He's landed the right sort of semi. Now he just has to land the rail. Yeah, and and I think the way the race is been drawn it's going to work to his advantage because I feel like the one two and three are all going to be pushing forward early so um he not really known for his early pace I'm, I'm hoping that he'll just miss away a touch and and get down to the fence and just uh hopefully the run will come for him he's, he's strong as any so if he gets a look at them he's he's uh, a force to be reckoned with so Dan uh, in that semi-final any other dogs worth a mention for you Opawa Barrel was good two starts back when he went a 30.05. Maybe a wee bit disappointing last start. He was right outside Talbingo when they were going down the back. So um, I thought he might have saw it out a wee bit better. Well, I mean, he's probably capable of a 30 flat. He could easily jump on the bunny and that could be game over. Uh, definitely worth a mention. He's certainly got ability. Mm. Uh, in the third semi, which is race six on the card Wednesday evening, 7.24, Federal Infrared, fastest qualifier through the heats, 30 and 16. Two from two, the track now. $4 joint favourite with a power superstar. Comes up with box six. Um, the way she's beginning that opening section with the other day at Addington, when she's catching it just beautifully, uh, she looks uh, she looks good to make the final. She has got speed there in George's Girl, obviously number five, but she couldn't have been any more impressive, I don't think, Dan, than what she did on, on Thursday night. No, she, she certainly set the bar pretty high, uh, high with, her, with her heat win, a 30... 
what was it exactly, a 30-16, which was uh, pretty good on the night. The track was a wee bit off. But, yeah, there's a wee bit of speed in here, which which might make it a wee bit interesting. But uh, I thought George's girl was pretty good in third, and I thought she'd take a lot of uh, improvement out of that run, being her first look on the track and probably her first 520-metre race for a long time. But it was good to see them uh, pick up some money uh, after their big voyage down here anyway. Yeah, well, all the, all the visitors did in the uh, the cup. Um, the only dog that didn't get through of all the visitors was, uh, was Brad Mayo. Um Better mention a power warrior in here because um, he seems to have strengthened up this dog. He was seven links off federal uh, infrared, but the way he's racing, he's a potential finalist. Yeah, he saw his race out a lot stronger than he has been in recent weeks the other day, and, and he's certainly got the zip. He can uh, he can peel out a sort of 17.60, 17.70 to the back on, on a good day, so it wouldn't surprise to see him in front. Maybe a federal infrared didn't get there before him, but uh, the way he's seen it out, if he did land in front, he might be hard to reel in. Epic Cruise won his heat and beat Telbingo Bale. We'll talk to his part owner uh, and, uh, and co-breeder, uh, Jamie May, very shortly on the show. Um, Dan, anything else you want to mention in there? Obviously, Bahadi's off the inside. Zipping Chassis has four. Yeah, Bahadi's, uh, she, she's, uh, she's a sort of a nice bread and butter dog. She, she, she gets off the lids nicely and... Just, just lacks a wee bit. Just probably lacks a wee bit on these ones. Uh, Zipping Chassis, I think he's, I think he's better, definitely better than his last start. Um, wouldn't surprise to see him in the top three, but he probably doesn't have the zip of the, the three uh, power warrior and the six feeder on Fred. So, outside of those two, could be, could be anyone in for third there. Fourth and final uh, semi-final, and obviously top two go through to the to the final of the Suck It Up Limited New Zealand Greyhound Cup. Opawa Dragon. Dan, she's, she's kind of the Apawa superstar of this year. I know she's a little bit older than what he was um, when he lined up in that final, but she's just having start 20. She's won 14, and um, she's just looked terrific going through the grades, and nothing's really phasing her. No, she just she never puts a foot wrong. She always just uh, gets out and goes and, and says, catch me if you can, which more than more than often they, they don't. Um, interesting race, Charlotte Lou inside of her, who's got a bit of speed, so... Mm. She's probably going to have to work a little bit to get to the lead, which which will be interesting to see see how see how she muscles up against Charlotte, who's obviously is a pretty seasoned campaigner, and um, how she goes if she doesn't quite get her own way will be interesting for mine. Yeah, okay, that, they are two potential and worthy uh, finalists out of this particular heat. But um, Dan Quintessa Bale was a heat winner from the other side of the track, has box eight, Oberon's in six, um, and zipping Ontario box number three. So. What do you see out of the uh, Craig Roberts kennel here? Anything we should be looking at? I really like Quintessa. I think she's a really handy bitch, and she's been pretty sound in her career in New Zealand so far. Only had the 10 starts, and uh, she's been muscling up with the big boys in, in all 10 of those starts. So she's probably drawn upside down, which isn't ideal, but um, I, I think Carlito likes to get across the row, and I know Oberon likes to get across the row. She's she's going to have to be near the front. She's, she's strong enough, but she's not going to... She's not going to come from links off them and pick them up. Um, Oberon's actually, he, I think he's been really underrated in recent racing. He's been going some really good races in some really nice fields, and uh, he, he was third behind Epic Cruise until Bingo Bell last week. Nothing wrong with the run at all. It's just going to come to the, the run he gets. He's going to need to maybe miss away and just hug fence, and, and hopefully he's close enough, maybe run them down. Um, Zipping Ontario, don't really know what to make of him. He, he could easily be a massive improver, or he could just go out there and run an ordinary race. Dan, what are you thinking at the moment uh, in terms of uh, New Zealand Cup winner? 
uh, prior to the semi-finals. You've got a, a stronger fence here than others? Yeah, well, I'm always going to be biased to tell Bingo, but Federer Winfred was just so impressive the other day, and, and when you're doing it from the front, it just takes a lot of stress out of out of your life. Um, you don't have to rely on luck, and you'd imagine that's what she's going to be doing. So uh, I think she's on top to take it out, the whole thing for me at the moment. Okay. I'm a power superstar, and they are the joint $4 favourites. Tabby.co.nz, you can check it out there for the Futures winner. There's also a top three market uh, futures winner and top three for the Galaxy, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. Uh, some bad news today. Uh, unfortunately, the meeting at Monaco, which I was uh, down to call, has been abandoned due to the state of the track. It's some uh, rough and wild weather uh, during the night. So the Auckland Greyhound Racing Club meeting today at Monaco has been abandoned. It's a, a real shame. They had uh, you know, 12 fields and, and good full fields as well, but... That's the nature of the climate uh, there that has uh, seen Monaco abandoned. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.